Welcome to Connecting the Community podcast. I am your host, Marge Andre. I will be connecting you to people, organizations, and events that create community. I am creating this podcast in Richmond Hill, an eclectic and very culturally diverse community with lots of trees and streams and interesting people just up the hill from Toronto. I am welcoming Majid Johari, the MP for Richmond Hill, to this podcast. There is a lot we could talk about, but the focus for this podcast will be on hearing our MP spends his time and how we can be in touch with him and how to be engaged as citizens. Welcome, Majid. Uh, thank you, and it's good to be with you, March. And thank you for doing what you do for the community. Th- thank you, Majid. It's just, uh, really looking forward to our conversation. Majid, let's start. Can you tell us just a, yes. a little bit about yourself and your journey to be an elected representative in Richmond Hill? Yeah, that that that's a great question for uh, to to ask. Uh, this is the first time we're doing a um, uh, podcast, and um, uh, I'm, I came to Canada as an international student some 43 years ago uh, in 1979, shortly after the um, um, the revolution in Iran. And uh, um, in 19, I studied uh, industrial engineering as well as master in business administration. I completed all my educations in Canada. And then in 1990, I met my wife. We got married, so I'm a husband of uh, 32 years. We've had two kids, uh, 29. I have a daughter, 29 years old, and a son, 22. And uh, my journey uh, to um, be an elected official started back in 2014 um, when um, the current prime minister, the right honorable Justin Trudeau, became the leader of the party, uh, Liberal Party, and basically said, who are, who um, want to be able to participate in, in our democratic process, go ahead. At that time, I was not too happy with the uh, direction that the federal government was going in. I figured out if you want change, uh, you better roll up your sleeve and become the agent of change. So in 2014, I was fortunate to win the nomination of the Liberal Party in Richmond Hill. In 2015 was the election, and I've been privileged and honored for the last three terms to uh, be the member of parliament for Richmond Hill. Very good. Thank you for that, Majid. I know that uh, you do spend a lot of time in Ottawa, but you are back in Richmond Hill a lot. So can you tell us about how you, you do this going back and forth? Yeah, so our um uh, our our yearly calendar is broken into three major uh, sessions. Two of those major sessions, uh, one starts in September and it goes to December, and then another one starts in January and goes to June, and then July and August and part of the September uh, as a third uh, kind of b- b- uh, as a bulk of time. Uh, so the. The, the September to December and January to June is focused on a lot of legislative work. And then during the summer, we are at the, on the constituency um, in, on a full-time basis, and uh, we do a lot of reconnecting. While we are in Ottawa, really, we do um, two sets of activities. We 
uh, debate legislations and recommend, uh, you know, um, recommend a possible amendment. We also study uh, different um, different cases or different proposals or different bills in the committee. So we have a legislative work and then we have a committee work and there's also a lot of outreach from various organizations that they reach out to us. Um, uh, and then we have a number of caucuses that we attend. Typically, a uh, what's called an Ottawa week or a legislative week is from Monday to Friday. So um, I, by Friday, most of us, or by Thursday night or uh, early mid-Friday, most of us get back to our constituency where we spend some time with um, uh, not only with our family, but also with a lot of constituents. So I'm usually back by mid-Friday and then meetings and connecting with the community in uh, Friday and Saturday and half a day Sunday then Sunday is on back. Usually those legislative periods are grouped into two weeks, three weeks. Um, so as an example, um, this this uh, from September to January uh, to December of this period, we have a block of three legislative weeks, one block of a constituency week, then three blocks of legislative week, one block of constituency week, which I had the opportunity to um, uh, to. Um, attend the C CTC, um, you know, as well as um, uh, as well as uh, talk to a lot of people, and then we are we are back for five weeks. And when we are back for five weeks, which means basically from Monday to Friday, we are in Ottawa. The weekend we are back. We are in in our constituency. So there's a lot of back and forth, but our focus in Ottawa is broken into legislative piece, which is debating bills, and uh, then uh, committee work, which is studying bills and studying various issues that is important to Canadian. And when I'm in in in, uh, in in Richmond Hill, we are doing a lot of outreach and uh, working on a lot of uh, immigration cases. Okay, very good. Yeah, it's, uh, I see you are often in the community on the weekend, but uh, I think it's uh, go, 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 go and do much, as much as you can before you head back to Ottawa. So that's yeah, uh, really appreciate you. You're coming back at, to Richmond Hill and meeting as many people as you do. Okay. Uh, you know, how can people uh, be in touch with you? Like, let's say they really want a prime minister to know about something or you have an issue with immigration or some other federal matter. You know, how best yeah. to reach out to you? So um, our office, for, first of all, the best way to reach out is, is to our office. So our office... Um, um, is is open from nine to five and from 10 to four um, we have open lines people could reach out and uh, ask the questions that they have or um, um, from from um, from our staff whether it's on the outreach whether it's on the legislative piece and um, then they can they can book an appointment um, I usually make about anywhere from five to six calls or sometimes seven calls per day. Uh, for the constituents who's who's called us, if you leave all the details, if the constituents leaves all the information, such as their name, family name, address, contact information, their postal code, and really what it is, it should take anywhere between 24 to 36 hours. By the time it gets triaged in our office for it to show up in my calendar to be able to to talk, um, to to book a time for us to talk, I usually call in the evenings from 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 Ottawa. The more information is provided, whether it's regarding an immigration case, whether regarding a policy that you want to talk, 
it puts me in a much stronger position to be able to have a uh, um, um, a fulfilling uh, um, you know uh, conversation. So if you are asking about a specific policy, if you are very detailed on that, if you're asking about an immigration case, or if you want to advocate for something, if you send the the, all the relevant information, then I can be prepared to be able to um, to to have that conversation. So that's one way. Um, the other way we have five community councils, as you know. Um, and one community council is on affordability. Another community council is on seniors. Uh, we have a community council on environment. We have a community councils on small businesses, and we have a community council on health. You may ask why these five. These fives are a result of. Um, a lot of letters we, we receive, a lot of phone calls we get, and a knocking on doors. Um, these community councils are held regularly uh, on a weekly basis, and it rotates. So um, last night, we had a community council on seniors, where we talked about some of the government program, as well as we heard back from, from the seniors. Uh, you can also send, as I said, send an email, call, um, and uh, also attend the community council, or you can book um, and you say, I want, a, I want a Zoom meeting. I have virtual open office hours and uh, we schedule a 15 minutes uh, Zoom meeting with. Um, best way not to connect is through social media. So um, yeah. uh, Facebook and Instagram and Twitters and LinkedIn are not the best way to communicate. Why? Because naturally you have to be brief. Naturally, if you have to attach any type of documents or anything that you want me to review, those are not the safest and the securest way. And uh, social media is one way that we use, our office use to kind of talk about what is happening and the, what is the programs and all of those things. But the best way to communicate is through email, through phone calls, through uh, virtual office hours, which we have weekly, and also through our joining our community council. And then I'm back on Fridays and Saturdays. Um, and as I said, periodically um, uh, during the constituency week, you could book a personal meeting. Again, for the request for personal meeting is provide as much information so me and my staff could be ready to be able to make sure that we have a fruitful conversation. Thank you for that. And uh, I think I will say that you are very accessible. I from you've reached out to me. We've had many great conversations and I know I'm not the only one. So thank you for that. I I was able to attend the first uh, community table last night. And uh, thank you for that. I found it quite interesting, both yeah. for the topics and for the people that were there. It was a good discussion. It, of course, it's on Zoom, it's virtual. Uh, and uh, it was well worth the hour and a bit. We went a little longer. There was really great engagement in that. So I'm going to say yes, attend your community. I hope you have lots of people for your all the community councils. I think they're very <laughs> worthwhile. Yeah, uh, thank you. Okay. Um, is there any other information that you wanted to share with us about what's what's happening and being engaged? Um, so, um, it, it, again, um, from the ways that I communicate, remember the role of an MP is actually being a conduit. So when you look at it, um, we, we spend a lot of time talking about what my role in Ottawa is, which is a legislative role and then a committee role, a study role. But my role when it comes to uh, Richmond Hill is I'm a communicator. I'm a conduit between the community and what's happening in Ottawa. What's important to you and how you want it to be advocated in Ottawa. So think of me as the two-way pipeline 
between Ottawa and the constituency. And the site that's on the side of constituency going to Ottawa is the biggest part of the pipe. And then there's a small little pipe that comes from the government here. So that small pipe is about the government programs we are rolling out. You heard about some of that in our community council. Um, but the biggest piece is when we do town halls or when we do our community council, and I hear what your concerns are. So two weeks ago, we had an affordability uh, community council, which a lot of people talk about their concern around, you know, food costs, transportation costs, gas costs, rent, all of those. And my job is to take all of that and then we channel it through the government through various caucuses. So as, as I talked at CTC, there is a there is a York Region Caucus, York Region Liberal Caucus, which the um, uh, seven or eight members of Liberal Party in York Region get together on a regular basis and talk about the issues that not only is important to us, but it's important to York Region. And then we have a 905 Caucus, which is talks about the issues that they're important to 905. And then we have an Ontario Caucus, and then we have the National Caucus. So as we hear issues on the ground, this is the funnel and this is the channel that it goes up to. And usually we see a funnel from top down, but I want you to think of it from bottom up if you turn the funnel and it becomes a pyramid that we have all of these little caucuses that they come together and we go back and say, hey, look, I heard about affordability. I heard about the issue about rent. I heard about this. Um, I heard about the environment. I heard, and again, um, these are what we hear, and then we, it, it gets channeled and it goes to the National Caucus. And during the National Caucus, we talk about, you know, issues that's important to Ontario, issues that they're important to, let's say, 905, their issues. And then there's a piece that we individually get up and advocate for, 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 our, um, for our constituents. So my heavy lifting when I come to the writing is to uh, making sure that I meet with a lot of people. I do town halls. I do a lot of Zoom with individuals and collect that information and pass that information up. You see a lot of that through the eight, um, uh, through the four, uh, what we call the householder that we send out. That's almost sent out every every quarter. And then we have about eight, uh, what's called the constituency mail that you usually receive um, every about eight to nine weeks. So that's another channel that I send back to you and to the uh, to the constituents of the activities that is happening and the advocacy that we are doing on your behalf in Ottawa. So in our constituency mail, you see we are talking about affordability. You see we are talking about um, housing. You see we are talking about seniors. You're talking about environment. So those are the information that I've taken from the constituency and have passed to the government. And we see some of the result of that's coming in. So, um, you know, when when you see a, a package coming in or you see a brochure coming from your MP, don't throw it out. Read it, because this is actually what we are trying to tell you is what we've heard from you. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, we get four um, four constituency um, uh um, a householder, what we did, which is a much bigger, it's about anywhere from 16 to 32 pages. And we cover a lot of the work that we do advocate for you in Ottawa. Um, we also cover a lot of funding that we get for the organizations in Richmond Hill. Yeah. So a lot of my time in Richmond Hill is also spent on meeting with small um, small businesses with various organizations that they trying to figure out how they can get the federal government support. So those are those are really 
um, all the all the activities that I do when I'm when I am in um, when I'm in constituency, and it's a lot focused on people, small businesses, various organization, and how we can support them and what their concerns are, and then it goes back to Ottawa, which is around legislative as well as the committee work. Woo, that's a lot. Thank you, <laughs> and I think you have said what I often say is. Uh, elected officials are not mind readers, so it, the onus is, is on us to express ourselves and tell us what the issues and what our concerns are, then not to expect you to just guess uh, what they are. So, uh, yeah, and having this dialogue, being civically engaged does not just mean voting once in a while. It means yeah. constant uh, reading what's happening and then responding yeah. to you. So. Uh, I will echo what you've said that yeah, the, get in touch with you yeah, if you have an issue. Yeah, the, uh, excellent. I mean, the best way I'll, I'll give it, I'll give you an example that I I often use and it's, it's, I'm a simple guy. I call myself a Tim Horton double, double guy. So if think of you as, as a tire, correct? A wheel on a car. If you have a lot of air in it, it will run well. If you don't put too much air in it, it won't run well. So, what is the air for me is the air for me is when I understand the issues that we have, when I understand the cultural diversity that we have, when I understand uh, the, um, the issues that each one of these groups are dealing with, when I understand how the biz small businesses are doing, when I understand how, what are the challenges that the people our constituents are dealing with. And I, then that is almost like an air in a tire that would allow me to be able to do be effective. Mm -hmm. If I don't have that information and if I'm not proactive through all of these means, whether it's through email, whether it's through um, you know our social media, whether it's through our outreach program, um, whether it's through our councils, whether it's through our uh, virtual open office hours, through all of those, that is where I'm trying to take the air and put it there. So help me. Yeah. Help me book the time. Let's let's tell me, write to me. We get we get on average about 150 um letters uh to our office on a weekly basis wow. around various topics. And mm -hmm. that's another way that you could reach out. And our turnaround for those is about it is about uh, is about two weeks because I usually make it back to the office on Friday. That's where we sit down and review the responses that's been prepared, tweak it. And then the next week follows. So when you send a response, typically it will take um, about two weeks for you to hear back on, on a written response, on, on a call with all the relevant information, anywhere from 24 to 36 hours. So we pride ourselves on resourcefulness and um, and responsiveness. And, uh, you know, um, resourceful, we talk about the government program that's available how we can help you, whether it's your immigration case, whether it's your EI case, whether it's your filing taxes. As you know, uh, during tax season, we have um, we have for seniors and those low income, we, we run tax clinics and we, we help them file their taxes. We help with immigration cases. We help with EI. We help with uh, uh, pensions. Um, so those those are those are the things we do. So do do reach out yeah. and do write to us. We'll we'll be responsive. Okay. And I will say that you have some really good staff that help you out. So I got, I've got to know them quite well and I regard them as, as friends and they're great, hardworking uh, bunch of people. So you, you do yeah, have a good uh, team behind thank you. you. Thank you for that acknowledgement. This also gives me an opportunity to be able to acknowledge them and just put it into perspective. Yeah. Remember I'm in Ottawa yeah. almost 
80% of the time, okay? And the face to the community are the people who every day at nine o'clock uh, come to work and pick up the phone and talk to our outreach team that they're out there while I am in Ottawa talking about what I learned on the weekend and on the constituency week. And those are, those are the face of our office and that they're doing a great job. And I'd like to thank them as yeah, well. Very good. Okay. We're going to end this podcast with a question. I'm asking everyone who comes on this podcast. Name one thing you really like about this community. The diversity, the okay. cultural diversity that we have. And it is so rewarding to be able to um, to work uh, and represent this community because I always say, and I, and I stole this line from one of my uh, campaign volunteer, that York region, specifically Richmond Hill, is almost a microcosm of, of Canada. Look at our cultural diversity. Look at our ethnic diversity. Look at our religious diversity. Look at the diversity and our economic diversity. Look at our geographical diversity. In Richmond Hill, we have some area that it's a little bit remote, and there's some areas that we have which is, you know, suburban and some area that's highly populated. So we feel the same challenges that Canada feels in general. Mm -hmm. Our cultural diversity that we have is amazing. And we, therefore, we are truly a microcosm of Canada, and that's why um, a, a lot of um, a lot of during the election, um, York Region and specifically Richmond Hill, both north and south, is closely looked at because, as I said, it is a microcosm of Canada. The direction that the Richmond Hill goes, the direction that York Region goes, the direction that 905 goes, really is the direction that, in general. Um, uh, the, the the broader Canada will go. So the cultural diversity, and I, I don't, I don't want to put it cultural, the diversity, whether it's cultural, whether it's economical, whether it's geographical, whether it's religious, this is what I think is 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 our strength. Very good. Very good. Yes. I I will often say I'm very happy to live here because it's it's a very interesting uh, place and you don't have to look far to meet somebody who's had a really different set of experiences than yourself and I enjoy that. So with that, Majid, thank you. I'm going to thank you for taking the time and uh, doing this podcast with me. And I'm going to thank you for giving me the opportunity and uh, doing what you've done for, for many, many years through the Connect the Community. Um, I always have the uh, grab the opportunity to kind of join you in person nowadays, uh, which is quite welcome. But uh, what you do in the community uh, is also needs to be acknowledged. And I thank you for that. Thank, thank you, Majid. Thank you for listening. I would very much appreciate you sharing this podcast. Please tune in next week as we continue to explore the community. Consider emailing me at marj, M-A-R-J, at marjandre.com. I welcome suggestions for podcast guests. Stay well, stay connected.